Watch who? And welcome to To Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. Oh, I'm Sarah. I timed that really badly, I'm sorry. <laughs> and, I'm <a> do- <laughs> and I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Yeah, watching for the very first time. Very first time. <laughs> well done. That was Sarah singing while eating a chocolate hot cross... Uh, a chocolate hot... Uh, I can't <laughs> say it. Chocolate hot cross bun. Yeah, a chocolate hot cross bun. Can you say it without the chocolate? Hot cross bun, yeah. Right, now say chocolate. Chocolate. Hot cross bun. Chocolate hot cross bun. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> anyway, welcome back, everyone. This week we are talking about the monster of Peladon. Mm. But before we get into that, we've got a couple of little updates. Well, actually, first off, would you like to just give everyone a little update about your bed situation from last week? Well, finally got the last part, which was in the fourth delivery, because the delivery got... Lost in the post, so they had to deliver it again. Lots of things have happened, like wrong parts have been. Sorry. Also, can I just? I woke up 15 minutes ago, and we are recording late because I didn't think. I thought I'd just wake up. I thought that wouldn't be an issue, but apparently it is. I've overslept massively, and um, I was late for this recording, and that's why I'm eating a hot cross bun. But on the plus side, it shows that you've got a really good bed if you slept. Exactly. So I slept. I've slept in the bed. They've offered me ten percent off, and I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, no." There has been a catalogue of errors here. At one point, they tried to blame the delivery company, and I was, and I was like, "No, they are not responsible for every error in this thing." In fact, at one point, your warehouse were. So don't give me that bull. I'm not folks. So I've like been researching them, and I'm like, and I've said that like, you can get your your director to run me back next week with a better offer when they're back from holiday because I'm not taking that. Also, from last week, we were talking about our condensed Terry nations. Oh yeah, and we had. We had a suggestion on Twitter, didn't we? Yeah, I saw that as well. It was from um, Big Old Lesbian. Yeah, and the suggestion is a pint of champagne with a shot of sweetened condensed milk. Have you tried that yet, Mark? Because you said you would. Well, I'm going to have that ready for when we do the Doskers. Well, I don't know. I'm not a fan of Baileys or anything like that, so I don't know about that. Sounds pretty awful to me, but I will give it a try. Yeah, I'm up for that. I think it'll be interesting. So they're the updates. And so let's go into today's story, The Monster of Peladon. Now, we watched... Actually, we watched four of these together, didn't we? We did, yeah. The last four. And we had a takeaway, which was really nice. Mowgli's. So we're revisiting the planet Peladon. And I was just thinking as well, out of all this, all this time, is this one of the first times we've revisited a planet? I was trying to think, obviously not Earth... But if you think, I, d- I think this might be the first time we've gone back somewhere. Didn't they go back to where um, Thor and that were? Not Thor. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Wake up, Sarah. Uh, Thal and that from the first story. They met their ancestors once, didn't they? Which means they went to the same planet. Who? Thal? Like the, oh, the first story, the cave people. Oh, yeah, but that's Earth. Oh, was that Earth? I thought it was a planet because... Oh my gosh, revelations now from an earthly child. <laughs> no, no, it was like a hundred thousand... They went back in time, didn't okay, they? I thought they also went Earth. back to um, the one with the Daleks. Scaro? No. Uh, oh yes, okay, so Scaro. So there was the Daleks and then Evil of the Daleks. They visited Scaro, didn't they? Yeah, okay. Wow. Yay! Well, I got something right. <laughs> I got there in the end. So were you pleased to be going back to Peladon? Um, <laughs> so 
sorry, the cat's attacking me. Um, yes, I was. Um, I thought we'd meet the king. I didn't realise it would be that far in the future that he was dead. It was nice to go back. It was absolutely awesome to meet Alpha Centauri. Who has more of a part in this, I think, than the other one. Yeah, but I mean, last time it was more about meeting the de- all the delegates, wasn't it? I mean, there was one, two, three, four delegates last time, whereas this was more, she's just there to support them as the Federation support, basically, isn't she? She's like the embassy for the Federation on the planet. She, I think it's she and it's they. I'm sorry. They are. Sorry. Or he. But, well, actually, no, well, saying that, they referred as he. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure... In, in this one. I'm sure in the first story, the Doctor said it was neither male nor female. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. So that, I'm, I'm going to go with they. I'm going to go with the original thing and say they. So time's passed on. Uh, and obviously the Federation stuff has settled in. And now we've got some more problems with, with the miners. Uh, there's this trisilicate stuff that they're mining on Peladon. It's really valuable. Um, and... Can we just talk about Alpha Centauri one minute? Alpha Centauri's vania. There's more veins. Oh, right. Okay. Yep. So uh, you talked a lot about the veins on Alpha Centauri in this one. <laughs> I was like, what have they done to that costume? I was like, nothing. I was like, that is not the same. So I looked it up and the original coat clothes were more yellow and it wasn't as veiny. They're older, so they're trying to, like, make them appear older. But definitely more veins. Okay, so, yeah, lots of veins on Alpha Centauri, yeah. But apart from that, the same as before. It is! It's the Doctor! Alpha Centauri, my dear fella. What a very well-timed entrance. It's like a miracle, Doctor, all these years, and you haven't changed a bit. Neither of you, my dear fella. A touch of grey around the tentacles, perhaps, but still the same old alpha. And, yeah, so you've got this whole mining situation, which we go into before we eve- before the Doctor and Sarah even get there. There's these issues. So you've got Eckersley, who has come in, and he's bringing, like, technology down onto the planet. I don't know, something from the Federation. So he's got this mining equipment, and then you've got the sort of traditional miners, the Badger people, basically, uh, <laughs> uh, who, who are scared of using new technology and stuff. So that's the kind of the setup. And this Agador thing is turning up and scaring the locals because they're quite superstitious about it and well, actually killing people. Uh, so they're all so all this is all happening when the Doctor and Sarah arrive. So we're straight into this, and yeah, it's never easy on Peladon, is it? <laughs> no, it's very brown. But the first one was. It's all that dull sort of colour, isn't I mean, it? They're, the but then they're still. in the purple robes of royalty. I quite enjoyed this, actually. I didn't used to. And I think a lot of people are like, oh, it's the boring one of the season because it's more of the same. But I think it's a grower. I think once you get into the story of it, yeah. what well, it is, it, you can... <laughs> why you're not, it is. Because uh, I got this on video, like, double video. I remember buying this and not being that because it was all the mining stuff and all the shouting at each other. I never, you know, it's not that yeah. particularly interesting. But actually watching it again and there's a bit of a whodunit as well, who's behind... The, the Agador thing, a lot of the same as Curse of Peladon. So you've got, I know it's the Queen, but you've got the advisor who is like Hepesh too, exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, he is. But I feel like in this one, you because it maybe because it's six parts, you get to know the characters a bit more and they do have a bit of a development because even this Hepesh too, he actually turns out all right in the end. He's he do, he's not the evil villain throughout. He's. I didn't think he was the evil villain to begin with either. I mean, the difference was the Hepesh in the first one was very much like, I do not want to do this, therefore he's going against it. He wasn't. He was trying to, like... The trouble was, because she was a woman, 
and women were seen as lower, but she was also the queen, so she was the highest person. So they he was trying to advise her, but he kind of was like, as your advisor, what I'm saying is best, rather than like listening to everything. I didn't think he was a bad person though. I think like he just was trying to think what was best and kind of maybe accidentally was talking down to her because she was a woman and that was their rules and stuff like women couldn't talk and stuff like that. So No, no, not like Baddie, but he was he seemed like that to begin with. I think it's it's Ortron we're talking about. Like he looks down on all the miners and But then yeah. he's like royalty. I mean even later on she says like they have to be of royal line to have that role. You really liked Vega Nexus, the guy with the weird eyes at the beginning that gets killed. Yeah, I did. The alien he got <laughs> out of all the people. I did, I thought he was cool. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I thought it was a cool costume. It was something we've not seen before. I'd like to see that race more. That's all I'm saying. Okay, fine. Well, he gets killed quite early on, so that's all, all done. And Alpha Centauri obviously knows the Doctor from before, so that cuts out all of the who are you, your prisoners, and all that kind of stuff. So... So that's good. I in those early episodes, I really liked Sarah's reaction to Alpha Centauri and their sort of relationship. They have a lot of scenes together, and I really like that because she's she's never seen anything like this before. No. So she's sort of terrified, and then Alpha Centauri gets upset and is like, "Oh, do I scare you?" I believe that human beings sometimes find the appearance of my species rather frightening. Yet I assure you, we are an amiable and peace-loving race. Oh, I'm, I am sorry. I didn't mean to be rude. I'm, I'm just a bit jumpy. Even though there's that costume with the, you know, this huge plastic thing, you can feel the sort of emotion there, can't you? Yeah, yeah. So it's great. Let's just talk about one thing that I said to you, and it must have been around that scene. I popped into the kitchen quickly to grab some water. So I was still listening, but I was grabbing some water. And I could not tell who was talking. What, Sarah Jane and Alpha Centauri? Yeah. So Alpha Centauri has a very distinctive voice. And Sarah Jane, I think when she's like upset, also goes quite high-pitched. Like, oh, no. So between them, I just I was like, who the hell is talking? I don't know who's talking. Without looking at a screen and a camera, I don't know who's talking. Mm, I, don't, I, think they, I think you can tell. I mean, this is actually out on audio CD as oh. a soundtrack if anybody wants it. So. I'm sure if you're like following it, it's really obvious. But like all of, me just getting up and walking into the kitchen to grab some water, in that moment, there's a lot of dialogue. And I was like, who's talking? Sarah gets very involved straight away, a bit like Joe did on Curse of Peladon. Gets in there, gets in with the politics, knows on what side, and gets into the... Yeah, just all the intrigue of it straight away because she's separated from the Doctor quite a lot. I can't remember. The Doctor goes off to investigate what's happening with the mines and that, uh, and then she's a lot with Alpha Centauri in that in that room. There's not that many different locations actually. You've got the mines, you've got the throne room, and you've got the communications room basically. A lot of the and the mines, but the mines are quite extensive. Yeah, there's a lot. There's some on film and some in studio on that. They they've done quite well on that. And then Eckersley as well is around. He's uh, something from the Federation. Um, you were starting to suspect him, weren't you? Yeah, I said to you at one point, I went, it's him. Very early on, actually. The third or fourth, I maybe said, I can't remember. But I said, it was when the Ice Men Warriors, oh, wow, I'll wake up, I will wake up. The Ice Warriors had appeared. And he, I can't remember, he said something. They said, I have to do it. And he was like, oh, what? And I was like, and I turned to you, but he's done it. He's responsible. 
well, there was this sort of obvious sort of close up of him looking a bit shifty. So, and then him just getting on with it. And I can't remember. So it's something to do. It's a bit similar to the previous one, isn't it? That was about um, some dodgy deal or something. He wants the Trisilica, basically. And so he's made a deal with the Ice Warriors, and then they're going to sell it. And because the Ice Warriors want Bloodthirst again, or this lot do, not all of them, but this lot of them do. Uh, that's why they just want the glory of like having the war, and then he will be ruler of Earth. Yeah, that's it. And the Ice Warriors don't turn up till like episode three, which you know for a six part shifts it on a little bit. It's a bit more interesting, but it's it's all right. Um, there's a lot of back and forth down the mines, back up again, down the mines. And without any of that CCTV, a lot of this story wouldn't happen because someone's always overhearing someone or looking, watching somebody on a screen a lot of the time. <laughs> but I did I did enjoy it. And I do. I really like the character of the Queen. We looked at each other when we were watching this and were like, oh, she's a bit wet. She's a bit useless. Yeah. But she has quite a good story out because she goes from being that useless, I, oh, I can't have anything to do with it it's not my decision and it's all Ultron that says to actually being that ruler right at the end a bit like the king did actually if you think about it I think I'd like to know how long she's been ruler I would have liked to have had that sort of set up in some way like is she quite new to the job when did her father die how long has she been doing it because it starts off you don't think it's been very long but actually I think it has been I don't know I wondered whether they wrote this for the king and he wasn't available and therefore they changed it to his daughter. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure because I think the uh, time would have to have passed because the whole Federation thing was new last time and now it's set. Uh, it's all, it's been s- other stuff's happening now. You, I think she's, well, she's obviously quite young. You thought she was supposed to be older because she had that grey hair thing on. Uh, yeah. Now, <laughs> she did. I just think that's the fashion. Yeah, but that's it. Doesn't mean she's old. It just means that that's the fashion on Peladon. We'll do Hair Watch now. Why haven't we done Hair Watch ever before? I don't There's know. plenty of to talk about Hair Watch. This is Hair Watch time because they've all got because even Ortron's got like the grey. Yeah, but he's old. Gingery bits. He is old. Yeah, that makes no, sense. I think she would have been born if she was like ten years old. She still have grey hair. That's what, I mean, that's interesting. That's why I'm interested. How long could she been on the throne for? I really like her. I think she's great. And the, the scenes with her and Sarah Jane as well. What did you think about Sarah Jane being like about women's lib and all this kind of stuff to her? Well, I liked all that. Is it a bit... I mean, the whole point of it is to try and also teach it to the viewers and that generation and explain that and stuff. Yeah, I liked it. Women's liberation, Your Majesty. On Earth, it means... Well, very briefly, it means that we women don't let men push us around. It's not like that on Peladon. The ruler is always a man. I was only crowned because my father had no son. It's Ortron who holds the real power. Well, only if you let him, you've just got to stand up for yourself. It would be different if I was a man. Because it's sort of like, okay, so this is like what it's about. And she's like, what? And I, I quite... And she's also the most powerful person on the planet in theory, yet she seems to have no power. And I liked how I like yeah, how Sarah Jane gets in there and does that. And what well, it's her second alien planet. And I just thought, like obviously she's not a journalist anymore. She's a journalist, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's all That's gone. gone. Fairly We've moved quickly. on from that. But they But they missed a trick because she could have been a journalist, carrying on. Imagine her 
like, I don't know, take it, I don't know how that would happen. I, I was thinking about this the other day. Imagine if she was, a, and she treat, when she went to Planet, she treated it still like she did before, like, oh, I'm going to take some photos. It'd be so I'm annoying. Gonna write this up when I get back. It would be no? so annoying. And I'm a journalist. Oh, I don't know. No. Yeah, I know, but she could have been like, Alpha Centauri, I'm just going to take your photo. You know? No, she can't. I think because they go to such sensitive things, the whole point is that like Earth doesn't know. Can you imagine? Like, No one would believe her either. So she's just like going for the fun of it. Yeah, I know, I know. But it would just be funny if she had a camera with her at least, you know. <laughs> just And that came well, that was part of the plot every week. I think you lose some of the um, integrity of her because... What sort of makes her really interesting now is how much she cares. I mean, twice she cried over the doctor dying. They were long scenes. If she was like, okay, a smile, she she has to lose that journalistic side and her journalistic integrity to be a human person with that integrity. Do you know what I mean? They're very separate things. And you, you can care. I don't, I'm thinking about like, right now in Ukraine and um, correspondents out there. And as a, as a journalist, you're talking about people dying and war and really awful stuff, and you've got to be like, this is what's... And you can't be put emotion into it, you know? I think where her strength is in this is that she uses... She does have emotion. She's a rounded character. So if you had her as a journalist, can you imagine her having that moment with Alison Turret? Oh, no, I'm not scared of you. Right, quick pick! <laughs> like... <laughs> You just lose it. Going back to those scenes with her thinking the Doctor's dead, she plays that so well. One of the times where she's sort of in the throne, she thinks he's dead, and she's just in the background just sort of sulking, being like, oh, what's going on? And I love the bit where the second time when the Doctor wakes up and her reaction where she just is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, I don't know, she just plays it. I, I, Okay, yeah, it's part of the story. You always have to have that in the... We know that the Doctor's not dead. But they always put it in there, don't they? Every time, um, so much so they put it in twice. I think it makes up for it that the way she reacts is quite because you have to have a life-threatening situation, otherwise there's no story. Uh, oh, I agree. I think like it was just overplayed twice because we know he's not dead. Particularly the second time, that seemed to go on for ages. That was a good, like... I mean, they're not long story. They're, what, 21 minutes? I would say five minutes of that was dedicated to him being dead. She walks really slowly down the doors, going, you know, she's, like, down the screen, she grieves. She goes, like, the whole thing, I was like, this is so long, and we know he's going to be all right. I think what I would have preferred is that he sort of, like, she's watching the screen, came to... And then she goes, obviously, you don't get your funny moment. But we'd already had it earlier on in the story. Well, it pads it out, I suppose, as well. It really pads it out. I'd say that was a good five minutes. And the Doctor in this, he's got some good... I mean, he gets stuck in, he's investigating. We have Stunt Doctor when he's fighting. I mean, oh, yeah. they don't even bother to hide the face. <laughs> it's the, the way. No, no, there is that one scene where he's just there and you see him up. That's, That's great. funny. So, of course, he's got to have a fight when he's on Peladon. And he's also got to meet Agador as well. So you have the cliffhanger and you've got Agador back, which I think is supposed to be the same Agador as before. Uh, is there only one? Yeah, yeah I think it like is. There's a whole, like, ton of them. No, there is. It's just a myth of Agador. In the, as in, like, the beast, Agador, yeah. And we know that, like, they know that he's. um older now and 
a little bit more friendly because the doctor showed them that. But I guess the myth of Agador and the thing is what they've been. It's it's a shame that I suppose this would have been on TV. What like two? The first one would have been like two years ago. So if like people just watching at the time would be like not so. It would be sort of newer to them, I suppose. But because we've sort of, it wasn't too long ago since we watched it. It does feel like when he does the singing to it and calms it down, he did that before. I would have liked them to have done something a bit different. Because again, Agador he brought into the throne room last time in Curse of Pelon and he killed the baddie and stuff. You know, it's always, it is a little bit too similar in a way, I think. But I guess it is that sort of throwback to, I mean, it's dead now. Oh, I was so sad when Agador died. That's so not fair. That was just... Because he wasn't doing anything wrong, and Ecclesley is a proper good villain. He is. He's a really good villain. Because when he turns villain, he is that character, and it's great. Like, as in, yeah, when we yeah, see and it. and he was the guy, he was in the Space Pirates, you probably don't remember, but he had the American accent in the Space Pirates, and he looks exactly the same as he did in the Space Pirates. <laughs> he could have literally just sat down after filming the Space Pirates and just stayed there in the studio until they did Monster Peladon. Exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when you said that, I was like, I couldn't... But yeah, you're right. I couldn't picture oh, him at the time. Speaking about return yeah. actors, Bert from The Green Death was definitely a badger miner. Oh, God, you can't go anything like about this. And so it's... I mean, obviously, Bert was a miner in The Green Death. Again, now he's a miner on Peladon. Bert lives on. Bert, he left Wales. <laughs> and he's... And, and now he's, he's on Peladon. Nice mining job on Peladon. He is there. Uh, so that was nice. You literally said, I could not believe how quickly you went, that's Bert. And I was like, what? You nailed that straight. But you really liked Bert, so I guess you would. And every time he was on screen, I was like, it's Bert. It's Bert. <laughs> yeah, all you kept saying, you're like a broken record. And then Bert died, didn't he? Oh, yeah, Bert died, yeah. <laughs> Again, in a mind. Yeah, lots of death in death. <laughs> he got stabbed, I think. It should have been called Deaths on Peladon. Yeah, again, the title is a bit, mm, they could have been a bit more creative, I think. Because uh, we know the monster of Peladon is Agador. That's or yeah. That in fact, if anything, the last story was more of that. And you have all that sort of uh, padding in the middle of them. Everyone's working together because they don't want the Federation to arrive. So they're pretending the miners and the the other people are pretending to get on. But then the Ice Warriors turn up. The again, Ice Warriors more of the same. They they walk fast though. They really some of them run compared to when we first saw them. They are speeding around, aren't they? Yeah, they are. That's an improvement. And the, the one that's in charge, his voice isn't as annoying. No, they they they. Every time the ice warriors turn up, they're less and less annoying. They've got them down now. I think uh, they can move. They've nailed what is an ice warrior. Yeah, move fast and can talk fast, and we can understand what they're hearing. <laughs> that's all we want from an ice warrior. It was sad when Ultron died as well, uh, because you know he was saving the queen. Um, are you okay? Yeah, okay. She's a bit useless because the last warrior stepped on her dress or whatever. So <laughs> that's that's all her fault, basically. Do we see her out of the throne room? Oh no! Apart from when Eccleston captures her and takes her in the caves, she's literally sitting in the throne room the whole time. And there's her lady in waiting that appears and disappears. Right. I did never. I never spotted that lady in waiting. And you went, she's there. And I went, who is that? I've never seen that woman. And you went, yeah, yeah, she was in one of the other ones. She's not been around for a while. And then she's suddenly in one scene, which makes me think that this wasn't shot in order. Maybe. I'm not sure. Or they did all the throne room scenes on one set. I think they did it set by set by this point, I think. 
maybe she had a week off or something or she was away, but she's definitely there in the beginning. And then when they're under arrest in the throne room, you don't see her at all. So I don't know where she's gone there. And then she appears again later on. Yeah. Because quite a lot of those scenes are without the Doctor. The, the Like, there are scenes, obviously, where the Doctor is there, but I reckon that they filmed a lot of those at one time, maybe went off with the other actors when they were doing, like, off-filming and filmed a lot of the throne room stuff there because the majority of it is... And then back on set, okay, we'll fill, finish up with whatever. Because, yeah, it is so weird. She's, like, there's literally, like, one scene... The scene when they're, like, plotting, she's not there, and then suddenly she's back there. But it's really, it's a really odd... I did not spot her until you mentioned it. And I don't think I would have spotted her unless you mentioned it. She's not a woman of who? She's not, no. Maybe I think the Queen is. I think the Queen can be a woman of who because she's got that story arc and she gets she gets stronger. Um, there's all... I don't know. No, you don't? No. no she hasn't done enough? No. That's just picking a woman to be woman of who from this story. But I, th- I feel like she's sort of discovered what it is to be ruler and... Not really. Even by... Okay, by the end, she even... When they had to explain, like, you need a new advisor, this guy will be great. And she was like, oh, but we do it this way. She wasn't like... She's not like, yes, best person for the job. And they're like, yeah, but you can pick whoever you want. Oh, yeah. Like, no. No, sorry, love. No woman of who. The woman has spoken. Okay, okay. Um, Going back to the the Badger people, you've got Gebek, who is the level-headed leader, the good one, that works We love him. Yeah, he's great. There's always a dick... And this is Etis, always, always. Always. And that's Etis yeah. who goes completely crazy. And when he's got the machine and he's like, I'm going to kill everyone, he probably oh, goes. That whole scene before, you're like, you are mental. Like you're watching it and it's like, you are crazy. <laughs> it just gets, it just goes up and up and up a level until it's right there when he's just like, I've got the machine. Ah, and he's like, "You're going to kill everybody." I'm you know, kill everyone, even the queen and every person. <laughs> and like runs away, and it's like you are mental. But like, how else would you play that? I mean, you've just got to go for it when you've got lines like that, I suppose. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And like, I wasn't sad that he died because it feels like was that like episode like four or five? It feels like that is you've got to defeat him and everything will be all right. But then. There's like a whole nother ep- couple of episodes of actually sorting it all out after that, even. So even once he's out the way. I felt like this could have been a five. There was a lot of padding. Or, or a really, really good four where it's really all condensed in. Yeah, I think... No, I don't think it could have been four because you need that. What worked was the Ice Warriors didn't come till around four. That worked in terms of like... We're up ready towards the end, and now we're introducing a new element. Well, end of three, maybe we see them going into four. I think five would have been fine. It's not like we meet all our characters from the start and this is a planet. There's like a whole other thing that has to come in and be involved. So I think it'd have to be at least five. But it could have been five. Yeah, there's a lot of chat in the communications room about stuff. Even like the starts where they're they redo the end of the last episode. One of those was really long, wasn't it? One of them was the whole fight sequence. Yeah, the recaps are long, which shows, I think, when they're running low on time, they do really long recaps. <laughs> I would like more scenes between Sarah and Alpha Centauri. I loved all of those. They were my highlights. Uh, and just less of the all the miners together arguing because 
I thought that was a bit boring. Actually, though, I felt that was unnecessary. It probably is to... I'm not as interested. Again, it's all politics on Peladon, isn't it? And I don't always... I just prefer some of the more adventure mystery. Who's behind the the killings? Who's behind the Agador thing? Um, like if you're choosing what to cut, I think you can't cut that as much because you needed that, like, you needed to understand how he was in charge of them, like how he was their leader of the mining people. And that was important, even to the point of, like, how do I convince these people of this? Like that, this is the right fit and all that, and which is why when the dickhead one doesn't, and he's so and like it's really annoying. So, did you enjoy this? For a six, yes, but recent ones have been more like, okay, what's next? This one, we were watching it together, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we've still got one to go. Yeah, I know. Like when we got to five, <laughs> I know. I was like, there is still an episode to go. It, so it felt really draggy. It was a bit. Um. Mm. I probably wouldn't binge this all in one go. I think we should have done three and three. We ordered a takeaway in the middle of this as well, and then had to go and collect it. Yeah, but I think that's what ha- I think that's what happened. We started watching episode three, stopped halfway through to get the takeaway, and came back. So episode three felt like two episodes, although it was just one that we broken up. <laughs> it really did feel like forever. <laughs> When you when you clicked four, I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Okay, maybe I'm starting to understand why people aren't enthusiastic about this one. Just not a lot happens, really. It could be condensed. I think it could be condensed really nicely. The best thing of this entire story is Alpha Centauri. Oh, absolutely. Oh, and they push Alpha Centauri over at one oh, point. Oh, my gosh, when- I really wanted to see them try and get Alpha Centauri up because I was like, how does that work? Because Alpha Centauri was like on its back. I thought they were going to try and help it up. And I was like, how will they do this? Because like, that's a pretty like full on costume, but we didn't get to see that. They just went to treat them. Yeah, yeah. And then it cuts away and cuts back. Yeah, Alpha Centauri definitely makes it without that character. And it brings a lot of bit of comedy to it as well. Uh, and just brings a bit more life yeah. to it. It just because Alpha Centauri as a character is so interesting and so much energy and alive. Whenever it's in a scene and it's talking and it's engaging, it's even in the background, it's always reacting to what's going on. And I love that. You know, for the actors, and you know, you're in the throne room and Alpha Centauri's there, and you've got the Queen and Ultron just uh, and everyone doing their really good, like dramatic acting. And then you've got Alpha Centauri right there. It's fair play to them that they're all really serious, you know, really going for it with these dramatic scenes with this thing that's just plonked in the middle of them all. Uh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? You, you, they could look at that and be like, okay, how are we going to play this? Because there's this huge whatever right I think Doctor so Who. Good. I think Doctor Who should consider suing Pixar. <laughs> because... Alpha Centauri surely is what inspired Mike Krasowski in Monsters, Inc. Like, it's other than Vaney, that is the same. It's wearing a cloak, so they have a cloak, whereas, but it's 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 a green alien with an eye. Oh, my God, this is Monsters, Inc., because you've got the green thing with the eye, and then the other one, Agador, if you made Agador blue. Yeah, that's silly. It would be, yeah. Oh my god, this is 
Monsters Inc. of Peladon. Hey, if you want to call it that title, you go for it. <laughs> Monsters Inc. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, it's true. Except for now, I want to watch Monsters Inc., but I don't really want to watch this again. Oh my god, isn't that and that girl in it? Isn't the kid a little bit looks like a bit like Sarah Jane? No. Oh my god, no. <laughs> no. Okay, it's too far. Too far. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, we, we didn't mention Monsters Inc. last time with Alfred Centauro, but it's true. Yeah, it's that's what it is. Oh, so hopefully, maybe one day we'll see Alpha Centauro again. We'll have some more Alpha Centauro. Yeah, more love for Alpha Centauro. I want Alpha Centauro in a t-shirt, Mark. Make that work. Got that? What would it say? I don't. It says a lot of things. They say it a lot. So think of something they've said and then put it on a T-shirt for me. Well, okay, so a sort of average one this week. Fine, okay. Or maybe it just needs to be I heart Alpha Centauri. Okay, I heart Alpha Centauri, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's 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 doable. It's a very odd season, this. Well, he's more out into space, isn't he? And we haven't had the unit. Yeah. So that's there is a definite shift. I'm going to say something a little bit controversial now. Oh, my God. I think this season shows I'm ready for a change of Doctor. And it's not that I don't like this Doctor. You know this Doctor. And even, like, Sarah Jane, like, settles very much in there. You know, sometimes when you get a new companion, part of that is them settling as a... She settled within, what, two stories? The first story, she was a bit annoying, and it got better, and then the second story, she was fine, and we were in it. We knew who that character was. I just feel a little bit like I could do with a change soon, and I think that would just give us something a little bit more interesting, because the stories aren't bad. Like, this wasn't, it's not going to be my favourite, but it wasn't bad. And the last few, we've really struggled to talk about, because they're a lot like, yeah, and this has happened, and we know that, and that's that. So I feel we're, we're coming up to a mix-up soon. We need a mix-up. We need a change. I feel like we've done a lot of the unit stuff, so we've already seen him in those situations. And then, yeah, I don't think there's anything... The Doctor's not doing anything new or reacting in any different way. It's exactly the same as what we've had, yeah. And even, like, the situations to some extent. I mean, what I loved was, towards the end with Patrick Troughton, was when we went to his home planet, when all that started happening. And that was so different for us, and we got to learn so much. This, and even towards the end, when I think of Patrick Trout towards the end, his stories towards the end, they were great epic stories, you know. He's playing, like, multiple characters. And, like, he, I don't know, he's still my favourite Doctor so far. He was just so good. And as an actor, he's, you know, when he played... um What's his name? A villain and he's the Doctor. Or Salamander, like, yeah. Yeah. He's epic and it was just so fun and different. Like, yeah, this Doctor has... He, get, he's not had any of that. I do like him. That's not a diss. That's just a... I think I'm ready for a change because this Doctor, we now know exactly who he is, which means that when you go into these stories, if it's not going to like be something story-changing, revolutionary, blow my mind... It's struggle. And I think as well, season 10 had epic stories. We had the three doctors, you know, uh, we had the one that went into the next long part one. We'd not had anything like that before. So this one just feels a little bit, in comparison, this one feels a little bit 
Hmm. Well, the next story is six episodes. Of course. <laughs> of course. It's, it's got to be. It's called Planet of the Spiders. Oh, okay. Uh, I envisage... I can't say that word. I envisage spiders. Well, you might be correct on that one. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Okay, well, hopefully we'll have something something new happening with this doctor. We'll see. Fine. I still think the Queen is a woman of who, though, and she will be. So um, there you go. <laughs> I love, by the way, that you, the man, get to dictate who the women of who are. Just saying. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's stop this conversation right now. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. We'll see you next, <laughs> next time for Planet of Spiders. <laughs> and in the meantime you can follow us on twitter and instagram at to watch who uh yeah we'll see you next time bye Bye. to watch who